Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to what I'm calling Summer Snacks, bite-sized episodes to give you meal inspiration throughout the summer without taking too much time away from the beach or pool. Summer is in full swing, and one of my favorite things about summer is the abundance of summer produce. Especially towards the end of the summer, it almost feels overwhelming how much produce is available, especially if you have a garden or shop at the local farmer's market. So what do we do with it all? I'm going to give you a ton of rapid-fire ideas for things to do with the abundance of summer produce in this episode. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. So let's start with tomatoes. Tomatoes are always in abundance in the summertime, and I love tomatoes. Sorry to my sister if she's listening because she is allergic. My dad has always grown tomatoes in his garden, and honestly, there is nothing like a fresh cherry tomato, which is different than a grape tomato, picked from the vine and eaten warm or with just a sprinkle of sea salt so good. And honestly, in the summertime, that is my favorite way to eat tomatoes is raw and fresh. So a caprese salad, if you've never done a caprese salad, hopefully you have, but it is tomato, basil, mozzarella, a drizzle of good olive oil, and sometimes a drizzle of balsamic or reduced balsamic as well. It is just summer perfection. Or I love to do a really quick chopped Greek salad. You can do this with or without lettuce. Most traditional Greek salads are without lettuce. So I'll just chop up tomatoes, cucumbers, red onion, Kalamata olives, sprinkle it all with some oregano, sea salt, good quality olive oil, 
and some red wine vinegar. Mix it all together. You can use it in a Greek bowl or a wrap like my pork souvlaki wrap or my Greek chicken wraps where I use a really simple yogurt marinade and cook the chicken up on the grill. I also have a quinoa caprese salad on my website, which is a great way to take that caprese salad and turn it into something that feels a little bit more like a full meal. But any sort of caprese salad or Greek salad is perfect with any sort of grilled meat on the side for a simple meal. Of course, bruschetta is another fabulous way to use fresh tomatoes. You can also use other fresh produce as well, like strawberries. But fresh tomatoes in the summertime, just chopped up in a very similar preparation. One of the things I love the most about Mediterranean food is how fresh and simple it is and how much it relies on very seasonal ingredients. So when you have those beautiful fresh tomatoes, they don't need a lot of doctoring. All they need is a drizzle of olive oil and a pinch of salt and maybe some fresh basil and just chop that up. Don't chop up the basil. Chiffonade the basil. Be gentle with your basil. Don't bruise your basil. Gently mix that up and pop that on top of some crostini. My favorite way to make crostini is in a pan with a good amount of olive oil. But if you don't have time to make it in the pan, you can make it in the oven as well. Just olive oil and a little bit of salt. Toast it up. Add that tomato topping to it. And again, like the caprese salad, maybe a drizzle of reduced balsamic. Perfect appetizer. Quick lunch. Add a protein on the side and you're good to go. Speaking of bread... Is there anything better than a perfect BLT with the perfect tomatoes, especially heirloom tomatoes, something a little bit different, a good beefsteak tomato in the summertime? I like to toast my bread for my BLT to give it the ultimate kind of crunch when you crunch down on it. Use a really good, crunchy, fresh lettuce, crispy bacon, that tomato, and a great quality mayo. If you want to go all out, you can do a homemade mayo as well and make a fantastic BLT. I'm also a fan of a chicken bacon ranch wrap when we're on a hike, too. You could also make a homemade salsa. Salsa doesn't just have to be tomatoes, but it's great with fresh tomatoes in the summertime. So you can make a homemade pico de gallo with chopped tomatoes, chopped onion, chopped cilantro, lime juice, very simple. Or you can roast up those tomatoes, especially if you have a lot of tomatoes with some onions and some jalapenos and make a roasted tomato salsa. That recipe is in my Simply From Scratch ebook. I love tomato confit, especially on crostini as well. Some whipped ricotta or whipped cottage cheese. The confit technique, C-O-N-F-I-T, is just something that's been slowly cooked in oil or fat of some sort. You might have heard of duck confit, which is cooked in duck fat. This is just cooking tomatoes typically in olive oil, low and slow in the oven, and it transforms tomatoes. It makes them into almost a tomato jam. They are fantastic. We've never tried it. It does turn your oven on for a little while, but I promise you it is totally worth it. Another thing that turns your oven on for a little while but is totally worth it is a summer vegetable frittata. I have one with tomatoes, zucchini, and mozzarella in my mix and match summer family meal plan for the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. So that one is a worthwhile way to turn your oven on and get something delicious that you can eat all week, kind of a cook once, have breakfast for several days option. 
Of course, you can also make a tomato jam if you're someone who likes to can. Tomato jam is a great way to use up extra tomatoes, as is tomato sauce. And you don't have to can to make homemade tomato sauce. You can just freeze it. I like using plastic freezer containers. I'll link those in the show notes, the ones I get on Amazon. They're like $18 for like 20 of them, something ridiculous. They're pretty inexpensive. They're freezer safe. Cool it down completely and make sure you leave some space at the top because liquids expand in the freezer and that will keep your tomato sauce all season long. You could also put them in super cubes and then in plastic bags, or you can put them in plastic bags as long as they're really great heavy duty freezer safe plastic bags, freeze them on a sheet tray and then stack those up as well. All right, we spent a lot of time on tomatoes, so let's move on to zucchini and summer squash. So summer squash, yellow squash, crookneck squash, whatever you want to call it. We always called it summer squash, even though both zucchini and yellow squash are summer vegetables. So I love shredding up zucchini and summer squash, especially when they're in abundance and using them in so many different things. Of course, we know zucchini bread and zucchini muffins, but I also like shredding them up in meatballs, or meatloaves. I like making mini meatloaves. The kids love mini meatloaves. They also make really great leftovers. And my veggie meat sauce, of course, you can add any abundance of summer produce to my veggie meat sauce. I typically do zucchini and sweet potato because I like the little bit of sweet in there, but I'll also do carrots instead. You could do two different types of summer squash. Essentially, when you shred it up, the squash just melts into the sauce. You would have no idea there's a ton of vegetables in the sauce, so it's a great way to get extra veggies in your kids. You can see it a little bit, so it's not fully like hiding it in. You could blend it in if you want to, but it is a really great way to get in some of those extra vegetables, especially when you feel like you have an abundance on hand. I love grilling zucchini and summer squash. I just toss it in some avocado oil, sprinkle it with some sea salt and some garlic powder or whatever seasonings you want, but those are my go-to and grill it. I have a silicone grilling mat that I like to use to keep it from falling through the grates. It also works really well on kebabs. If you wanna be really fancy, you can thinly slice using a Y peeler, thinly slice your zucchini and turn it into zucchini roll-ups. So you can add ricotta cheese, meat sauce, roll that up, top it with more sauce, cheese, and you have kind of like little zucchini lasagna roll-ups using zucchini as the noodles. Of course, zucchini noodles are one of my favorites in the summertime as well. I like sauteing them in the pan. You can also eat them raw, but you don't want to boil them because they are very water-rich and they'll just get mushy and watery. So pan sauteing them with a little bit of pesto. I have a recipe in my Budget Kitchen Dinner's Guide. Those are a great option, or you can mix them half and half with pasta. I will add them into the water at like the last minute of cooking the pasta just to lightly cook the zucchini noodles, basically blanching them. So I'm not fully boiling them, but that works as well. Drain it really, really well and toss it with whatever sauce you want to toss it with. Pesto is my go-to. They're also really delicious in a summer vegetable frittata, either shredded or thinly sliced, like with the tomatoes. They're great in fritters. I mentioned shredded before, but zucchini fritters are delicious and very simple to make. You're essentially just mixing them with an egg and some flour, maybe some breadcrumbs, whatever seasonings you want, and then frying them in a pan. If you've never had fried zucchini flowers, you need to find them. Squash blossoms are what they are. Um, find them somewhere. You can make them yourself, make a homemade batter, fry them in a pan as well. It's actually simpler than you would think. I don't have a recipe for that right now, but I have done it in the past and they're very delicate 
It's very simple to make. So if you want to venture to do something a little fun and culinary this summer, making fried squash blossoms is delicious. And then last but not least, a grilled vegetable pesto panini, bringing back that pesto. I love pesto in the summertime when basil is in abundance. So I love grilling up some peppers and some eggplant and spreading my bread, a really good crusty bread with pesto, layering my vegetables, adding some mozzarella cheese, maybe some grilled chicken, adding the other bread to the top and grilling that and pressing it down like a panini. Oh my gosh, it is my ultimate favorite summer sandwich. All right, let's talk eggplant. I love eggplant so much. I love it roasted. I love it grilled. The thing about eggplant is it is a little bit bitter. So how you want to prepare eggplant whenever you prepare eggplant is you want to slice it or dice it however you plan on slicing or dicing it and spread it out on a sheet pan on top of paper towels. Sprinkle it with salt. Let it sit for about 10 minutes. Flip those pieces over. Let it Sprinkle it with salt again and let it sit for another 10 minutes. This will help to reduce the bitterness a little bit. Then you can turn it into eggplant parm. You can grill it on the grill. Eggplant absorbs a lot of oil, so you want to use an overabundance of oil so that it doesn't stick. It's going to make it the most delicious, too. I like turning it into mini pizzas, so you can make thick rounds from those big pieces of eggplant and turn it into mini pizzas. If you have smaller eggplants, they're really great stuffed as well. So it's also just really great if you have little eggplants, slice it in half, do that sprinkle with salt. So I like to score it first, sprinkle it with salt, let it sit for a little while, drizzle it with olive oil, and then just grill it directly in little halves. It's so tasty. It like melts in your mouth in the middle. It's great roasted with other summer vegetables. I have a roasted vegetable pesto pasta salad on my website. That's delicious. I've made it for our personal chef clients for years. So I make that a couple times a summer. And if I have leftover pesto, then I'll make that pesto summer vegetable sandwich like I mentioned earlier. It's also great roasted up in a bowl, any Mediterranean-style bowls, and as ratatouille. If you have an abundance of squash and eggplant and tomatoes, ratatouille at the end of the summer, it is so good. It is a slow-cooked stew, and I know slow-cooked stew doesn't feel like a summer recipe, but it really brings out all of the flavors of ratatouille. So you can make this in a variety of different ways. You can thinly slice up your vegetables and put them in a pan and bake it, or you can cook it on the stovetop in a Dutch oven. So there's a ton of recipes for ratatouille out there. I don't have a recipe per se, but it's probably something that I make once a summer. I think the recipe that I have used is from the New York Times, so I will link it if I can find it. And basically, this recipe has you roasting the summer vegetables in separate pans so they get really beautiful and caramelized. Then you cook the tomatoes and add it all together and let it cook for like an hour on the stovetop. And if you don't want or have the time to cook everything in separate pans, I do have a slow cooker ratatouille using all of the same fabulous summer vegetables coming to the cooking club in August. I love serving it over a cheesy polenta, which we don't do very often because my oldest is sensitive to corn, but that's my favorite way. But you can serve it up with crusty bread is like the perfect end of summer dinner. If you want to add some protein, you can cook up some sausages on the side, some nice, good quality sausages, maybe on the grill or some chicken or some steak. Beautiful summer dinner. All right, let's talk about cucumbers. 
Cucumbers are so good in the summertime as is. I love eating them with a little sprinkle of salt, which I have since learned is kind of a Persian thing. Now, my great-grandmother came from Syria, so she's Middle Eastern. Uh, and I don't know where we got this from, but I know my mom's side of the family eats their fresh vegetables with just a sprinkle of salt. I know people in France will do this too. They'll do like radishes with butter and salt. If you haven't tried that, oh my goodness, use a flaky salt like a Maldon. It's fabulous. It's a great way to just bring out the flavor of these wonderful, fresh summer vegetables. So cucumbers are great straight up. They're also great in a salad, like I mentioned, the Greek salad, or I have a chopped chicken and chickpea salad on my website that I make for meal prep often in the summertime, or I will make my cucumber dill chicken salad with leftover chicken so you can grill up some chicken or buy a rotisserie chicken. That is a favorite. It's one of my husband's favorites as well in the summertime. And I also have a Greek yogurt cucumber salad with a sweet and sour flavor profile in the cooking club. That's a great way to use up a lot of cucumber. If you've never done cucumber and cream cheese tea sandwiches, I ate those a lot growing up. It's also really great with olives. Basically just some fluffy bread spread with a good cream cheese and then topped with another piece of bread, cut the crusts off. It's such a delightful little lunch and it reminds me of being a kid. So that's a fun option as well. You can also take the abundance of cucumbers and make a tzatziki sauce or make some quick pickles. Of course, you can make some longer pickles as well, but I don't have the patience for that, nor do I have those like giant pickle tubs. So I love a quick pickle, just vinegar, salt, sugar, whatever you want to add in there in terms of your herbs and spices. You can do dill, you could do mustard seeds, celery seeds, you can do red pepper flakes or jalapenos if you want them a little bit spicy. You can also pickle jalapenos or red onions or tomatoes or really anything you want to in the summertime. Uh, quick pickles are a great way of having pickles a lot faster than your traditional pickles, now they're not going to last forever. They'll only last a week or two in your fridge, but they are delicious and a great topper for any of your barbecue type food. Okay, I know this is an herb, but I think it needs a category in and of itself. It is basil. Let me give you some of my favorite ways to eat basil in the summertime. Number one, caprese salad. We've talked about caprese salad. Fresh basil is great in and of itself. It's so, it's in the mint family, if you didn't know. So it's very refreshing in its flavor. It pairs beautifully with tomatoes, of course, pesto. Basil is the main ingredient in a Genovese pesto. Bruschetta, like I mentioned, chiffonaded, careful not to bruise your basil. So all that is, is stacking your basil leaves and then wrapping it, wrapping it up, rolling it up and then slicing it thinly. I love making a basil dressing, so a very simple blended basil dressing. I have a recipe for a balsamic marinated steak salad with peaches, blue cheese, and a basil dressing in the mix and match family meal plan in the cooking club. That is so good. I could drink that dressing. A strawberry basil mojito. We haven't talked about any drinks yet because I'm not a big fan of drinking tomatoes unless it's in a Bloody Mary, and that's usually just a once or twice a year type of thing. I guess you could do that. So if you want to do that with your tomatoes too, you can make your own Bloody Mary mix. But strawberry basil mojitos are delicious, and they're, again, in the mint family, so they work in place of mint. You could also make a strawberry mint mojito if you wanted to as well. Mint is often in abundance in the spring and summer as well. And you can make these into a mocktail as well. 
lemon basil salmon burgers. That recipe is on my website, as is a recipe for a Parmesan basil turkey burger. If you hear turkey burger and you think, ew, dry, try my Parmesan basil turkey burgers. They are delicious. Green goddess dip. This is one of my kids' favorites. We call it the Hulk dip. It's basically if pesto and hummus had a baby using white beans. That's a great way to use up extra basil. I love basil torn on pizza. If you're making tomato sauce, toss an entire sprig of basil stem and all into your pizzas, into your, well, I guess if you're making pizza sauce, into your tomato sauce for a ton of flavor. I love it. Chiffonade on avocado toast. And know that a lot of cultures use herbs as you would lettuce, just torn and tossed together as a salad. I have a Thai steak salad recipe in the cooking club. I know I'm sharing two steak salads here. We don't do steak all the time in our house, but when we do, we do. And it's a steak noodle salad. It's Thai inspired and there are huge torn pieces of basil and cilantro and mint and it is summer perfection. All right, this episode is longer than I wanted it to be, which I should have predicted because I love summer produce. So let's speed through talking about some summer fruits. All right, berries. Put berries on a salad and pair it with anything salty. Anything really sweet goes well with anything salty. Think melon and prosciutto or strawberries and feta. You can also turn berries into a form of bruschetta. Like I mentioned, you can mix strawberries with basil and olive oil, drizzle them with some fresh balsamic, turn it into a cobbler. Take those fresh berries and turn them into a beautiful yogurt parfait. Toss them in your overnight oats or your chia pudding for breakfast. Serve them straight up with vanilla ice cream or fresh whipped cream as a very simple dessert. I also love making a really simple berry sauce. You can serve over waffles or pancakes or ice cream. Basically, if you have an overabundance of berries, add them to a saucepan with a couple tablespoons of water and a couple tablespoons of your favorite sweetener. This can be honey. It can be maple syrup. It can be sugar. And just cook them down until the berries are macerated and they make this really beautiful sauce and just cool it down before you put it on top of anything cold. Of course, if you have an abundance of berries, freeze the leftovers for smoothies. And they're also delicious in baked goods, muffins, scones. And I love anything berry paired with citrus, especially citrus zest. Melons. Melon is delicious as is fresh in the summertime. If you are looking for a watermelon or a cantaloupe, look for a little bit of yellow on there. That's a sunspot. That means it's nice and juicy. Like I mentioned, just like with berries, sweet and salty. That juxtaposition is so delicious, especially in the summer. Think feta, think prosciutto. I have a delicious watermelon, mint, and feta salad on my website. Obviously, cantaloupe or any melon and prosciutto is delicious. And then it also pairs well with fresh ingredients like cucumber. You could do melon and prosciutto skewers. A chilled cucumber melon soup is absolutely delicious. Watermelon slushies are fun to make. Basically, you just chop up your watermelon, get rid of the rind. Actually, I've heard that people pickle watermelon rind, though I have not done that myself. I'm sure there are ways to use your leftover watermelon rind. And then just add it to your blender with a bunch of ice, and you can turn it into a watermelon slushie. Or if you don't do the ice, you just make easy watermelon juice. 
You can also make watermelon popsicles out of that watermelon juice. And my kids love when we make watermelon pizza. So basically, you slice that watermelon into really huge rounds and you top and you top it with a sweetened whipped cream or a cream cheese frosting that you've made from home. And then you add maybe berries on top. You can do granola. You can even pop this in the freezer so it's nice and cold if you have the room in your freezer. But basically, just slice it up into wedges and it's like a pizza, but it's a fruit snack. Peaches. Peaches are one of my favorites in the summertime. I love making a peach caprese. This is my sister's favorite because of her tomato allergy. I love grilling peaches. They're not just for sweet purposes too. For sweet purposes, I do like to drizzle with some oil so that it doesn't stick to the grill and then a bit of brown sugar or honey, then serve it with vanilla ice cream or a drizzle of balsamic. It's also really delicious. Like I mentioned, that steak salad with a savory purpose. It's really great with steak. I have a thyme Dijon marinated pork in the cooking club with grilled peaches and corn on the side. That's become one of my family's favorites. Peach cobbler, peach salsa. If you haven't paired peaches with something spicy, they go so well together. So does a peach barbecue. Peach and spices is a fantastic combination. A peach chipotle sauce for meat is something I've done before. It's great over ribs, pork chops. So try peach with a savory purpose rather than just sweet as well. Peaches are delicious in smoothies. I have a peaches and green smoothie in my deliciously drinkable smoothie ebook. And peach and blueberry is one of my favorite combinations. It's delicious in baked oats, in muffins, or in parfaits. Last but not least, let's briefly talk corn. Fresh corn in the summertime is so good in and of itself. I love it grilled. I love it cooked over the fire, camping. I leave it in the husk and we just soak it and put it directly over the fire. A little bit of butter, a little bit of sea salt. It's perfect. If you've never made a lote, it is fantastic as well. So you grill the corn, slather it in mayo, and you garnish it with chili powder. I usually do tahini, cotija cheese, and lime juice. You can also make this into a dip. It's so good. I have a heat of the summer bowl on my website where I use grilled corn and I use a sheet pan. You hold the corn on top of the sheet pan and use your knife at an angle to take the corn cobs off of or the corn kernels off of the corn cob without it going everywhere. We love grilled corn in the summer. My black bean corn and quinoa salad you can use fresh grilled corn with. Those lemon thyme pork chops I mentioned. I think I said Dijon before. They're like a lemon thyme pork chop, but there's some Dijon in the marinade with grilled corn and peaches or my tomato corn and farro risotto. It does take a little bit of kitchen time, which I know we don't always want to do in the summer, but it's worth doing at least once a year. The combination of tomatoes and corn is one of my favorite summer pairings. Okay, there are obviously so many more fresh summer produce items and things you can do with them, but I want to hear your favorite ways to use summer produce. So connect with me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris, or better yet, join the community in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. It starts at just $3 a month. You'll be able to connect with me, get weekly meal inspiration with links to recipes, a meal plan, and grocery list if you want to make it your meal plan, monthly member-exclusive recipes, access to our recipe vault with over 100 family-friendly recipes, 
quick cooking tips, bonus podcasts, and so much more. Coming in next month, we have a ton of fresh summer recipes, including a skillet caprese chicken, a late summer slow cooker ratatouille. I shared the ratatouille recipe that I've used, and I'm sharing an easy slow cooker version with that creamy, cheesy polenta I mentioned, black bean quinoa burgers, and so much more. You can try it out and get your first week free at patreon.com slash healthy mama chris thank you so much for joining me for this summer snack series we are diving in to season six starting next week look out for some back to school recipes to get you prepared for getting those kids back to school feeding them delicious breakfast lunches and dinners as we get ready to kick off the school year until next time happy cooking thank you i listening to a mommy's podcast Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.